Hi, and welcome to the five minute check-in. So today we're gonna to talk about lung cancer screening. And this is part of a three-part series where we're looking at the most prevalent cancers. We're looking at lung cancer today, we'll be looking at colorectal cancer, and we'll be looking at breast cancer. Uh, if you click on the QR code, you can see our introductory uh, five-minute check-in when we overview the whole uh, group of cancers and how we're thinking about this. But today is uh, lung cancer screening. And lung cancer screening has been around a long time and a lot of changes, so we really need to update this. And we're going to jump right in. And to help me with this conversation, once again, I have Dr. Ankara Sagar, our Vice President for Clinical Standards and Professor at Creighton University. Ankara, thank you for joining me. Glad to be back. And for the first time on the five-minute check-in, we have Dr. Pillay, who is a interventional pulmonologist and critical care physician at Creighton University in Omaha, Nebraska. Dr. Pillay, thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me. All right, Ankara, you're up first. So why are we doing this? Like, what, what is changing? Why are we screening for lung cancer? And, 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 and why, what does this move towards risk-based screening? So great question. And as you said, technology has advanced. Lung cancer screening has been around for quite some time now. Um, but national trends show us that there's significant opportunity. And to keep up with that opportunity, guidelines change because there's better radiology and diagnostics. There's better risk factor understanding. So guidelines have shifted significantly as well. And lung cancer specifically is the most leading cause of cancer-related mortality in the country. So it's a really important topic for us to focus on. So we have changing guidelines, changing technology, and one of the highest mortalities from cancer. Uh, so good reasons to be updating this and looking at it. Dr. Pilly, what are we using for entry criteria? Like who should we be screening and, and how do we think about that? Great question. The United States uh, Preventive Screening Task Force guideline is the most prevalent guideline that we use and uh, apply to patients in the United States currently. Um, anybody that is between the ages of 50 to 80 with a smoking history of about 20 pack years and either currently smoking or quit in the last 15 years would be the ideal patient to screen. Other things to consider are, is the patient willing to undergo treatment, chemotherapy, radiation, surgery, um, and are they able to from a comorbidity standpoint? So, you know, it's an age-based, it's actually, you know, can you go through potential surgery or treatment is sort of in the background there. Are you capable of, of making it through the treatments and the, and the surgery? Does that make sense? Yes, absolutely. That would be important criteria to consider even before screening the patient. Sure. Ankara, you know, primary care docs are burdened with screening a lot of different things. It's, you know, every time I turn around, it looks like we're asking them to screen for something else. So how are we, how are we helping them with this? Because uh, this is just another screening test I have to perform. Absolutely. Um, so there's a couple of great innovative things happening across Common Spirit. What we've done over the last year is really take a environmental scan of everything that's happening and pick out those innovations that we could really scale and scale them timely, um, especially to take away some of the burden of administration and looking up the guidelines in the EMR. Mm -hmm. So basically, we're looking for that technology and scaling it allows our teams to be notified. Patients do for a screening, they don't seem like they've had it before or they're due for the repeat. Here is the reason why and would you like to screen them? Great. Um, and so we need to we need to make this easy for them. We need to be able to integrate this. And so if we do have this uptick, suddenly, Dr. Billy, we're going to have a lot more scans performed, right? So and 
one of the things that I always get concerned about with screening are the false positives. And the nodules could be speculated, they could be calcified, they could be big, they could be small, they could be a fungus, they could be a blood vessel. So how do you think about this? Because it's a lot of this is the follow-up to the scan that we do in the first place. Great question. Um, there is definitely a regional component to the approach to nodules. Uh, the Midwest, the Ohio, Mississippi River Valley, a big endemic area for um, histoplasma. And uh, the Southwest, which is California and Arizona, has valley fever and coccidiomycosis. Mm -hmm. um, having said that, you know, it is a multidisciplinary team approach. Um, it is essential to have a nurse navigator and a physician team that looks at these nodules and uh, applies, you know, pretest probability risk criteria. The most popular calculator that we use is the Mayo Solitary Pulmonary Nodule a Pretest Probability Calculator for Lung Nodules. And that really helps characterize the risk for each nodule in a particular patient. Great. So you've mentioned a few of my favorite things. You know, um, you mentioned pretest probability and prediction modeling and combining those with tests so that we can reduce the amount of uh, unnecessary biopsies and all that for some of these nodules. And the other thing, which I love, is multidisciplinary teamwork. So I think a lot of people get confused that this is all about the CT scan, but it's really about the program. It's about the nurse navigators. It's about the whole team working together. So, and I know you feel strongly about that. We at Common Spirit feel strongly about that. Well, thank you for talking to me about this really important subject. Ankara, thank you again for always being here. Great to be here. And Dr. Pillay, thank you for being here. Thank you so much. Well, thanks for joining me, and I'll see you in two weeks at the next 5-Minute Check-In.